Bhagavad Gita is a book of mankind's collected experience of and answers to life's most basic questions. Who I am? From where do I come? What is my purpose and destiny? And most practically, how do I find happiness? These podcasts originate in the lectures of Neil Bhatt, a disciple of Swami Chinmayananda. They are presented here in 20 to 30 minute segments, each covering three of the Gita's 701 verses. Welcome to Gita Wisdom for Daily Living. So we had been discussing chapter 16, Daiva Asura Sampat Vibhag Yoga. Yoga of divine and devilish estates. So as per some of the commentators, this chapter from 16 onward, 16, 17, 18, are elaboration on the ideas which are already discussed in Bhagavad Gita previously. But now we are elaborating on those ideas so that we can understand and apply in our daily life. So the idea which we have seen earlier in the Bhagavad Gita is that the soul is divine. Your self is divine, but the imposition on the self by all the layers which you have acquired through interactions with the Prakriti is hiding that self from you. I can't recognize myself right now because of all the layering which we see on the pristine self. So we have talked about who I, the individual, is. We talked about who the pristine self is. And now we are talking about what created this layering. So in chapter 15, we talked about the Supreme Purusha, Purushottama. The Purushottama is beyond perishable and imperishable. This body is perishable, the self is imperishable. The equipment which I have to transact with this world, this body, this mind, this intellect are perishable, but the one who is supporting this equipment, using this equipment is imperishable. Then Bhagavan said, but I am even higher than the both. The conditioned self in me, which I consider my soul, myself, is imperishable. And perishable self that I condition myself, my body, my intellect, are the two, perishable me and imperishable me. Beyond this is the supreme me, which transcends both me the perishable and me the imperishable. So those are the ideas we have seen in chapter 15. And then in chapter 15 we have also learned how that all-pervading imperishable became an individual soul. It's a portion of mine which is as eternal as my real self. When associate with this world of Prakriti, then acquires five senses in mind, then it enjoys the world of objects through those five senses, and then gathering those experiences, it creates its own personality, all tendencies. Now, while interacting with this Prakriti, I gain both experiences, experiences which are conducive, experiences which are non-conducive. Tendencies which I acquire become my wealth. So, when we say my wealth in our day-to-day life is all that I earned and acquired, that that has become my estate. It's my portfolio. 
So this chapter says, I as the individual, going through the variety of experiences from the day my soul started as an individual till today, has acquired lots of impressions and built its own personality, which has become my wealth, my estate. That estate has divine qualities, but also some devilish qualities. And as these verses now will describe, what are the differences between the two? So the chapter opens with the first three verses, which defines all the divine qualities. Well, 26 qualities we have seen in the first three verses. These are similar to the verses we have seen before, where the Kshetra Gna was described by 20 qualities. Kshetra was defined very elaborately in that chapter, where Kshetra Gna was just given the qualities, Amanitvam, Adam, Bhitvam, Ahinsa, Kshantihi, Arjavam, Acharya, Upasana. Because the divine can only be expressed through its own expressions outside. My physical appearance can be described by my mind, can only be read through my actions, the expressions of my mind through my speech, my actions. So the divine is defined only by its expressions. And expressions we have seen in Kshatragna, the Amanitamadu, they are similar qualities are here now described the divine qualities of a being, a person, the, my estate. Then rest of the chapter now focuses on the devilish qualities, or demoniac qualities. The reason for that is for us to know. Now the unique thing about ourselves is, it's very easy for me to, to detect divine qualities in me. That very easy. Also, it is very easy for me to detect the devilish qualities in others. My devilish qualities, I'm completely not aware of. Or even aware of, I have justification for it. But my divine qualities, I'm very aware of. And I can detect very easily, well, I'm a very honest person. I'm a straightforward person. All that I, others see me other way around. So you ask me now, my opinion about myself is very different than my opinion about myself. So we, we constantly see the demonic qualities in others, but divine qualities in us. On the other hand, when I have, to, I have to judge myself, am I a divine being or demonic being, I, I'll always say, maybe I'm, I'm not sure, I'm not divine. You know. So we are completely confused about whatever real nature is all about. So now Bhagwan clearly defines these qualities. Divine, as we say, it is very easy to identify, but demonic are difficult. When it comes to me, it's very easy for me to say that's not a good quality in others. But the same behavior when I do, I will have a justification for it. So Bhagwan now goes in elaboration of why these qualities should be detected within yourself and how to detect them and then avoid them. So, verse 5 onwards, verse 4 gave us any brief, the devilish qualities. He said, Dambaha, Darpaha, Abhimanaha, Cha, Krodaha, Parushyam, Evacha, Agnanam, Cha, Abhijatasya, Partha, 
sampadam asuriyam this quality is born out of your asuric sampatti sampatti you well you have acquired you that's not your real nature this sampatti is not your real nature so as most of us at my age say we came from india with 8 dollars in our pocket everything i have here is i acquired from united states in a working year so we were born with pristine nature the self without any quality and we acquired all these qualities of what damba darpa so damba hypocrisy darpa arrogance now there are little differences between the way even though we feel they all basically fall into a same behavior pattern but damba hypocrisy something which i am not but i'm projecting i'm not a very religious person but outwardly i try to come across as a religious person damba darpa arrogance i don't care abhimana self conceit greater opinion about oneself you know, abhimana krodha anger then parushim harshness you know, physical harshness or mental harshness so parushim harshness agnanam so ignorance bhagwan says is born out of your devilish qualities more i associate with this world of materialistic prakriti more i lose my identity with my true self so agnanam they are abhijatasya partha sampadam as they are born out of your dualist estate the qualities which you acquire from this world by attaching yourself to the materialistic <coughs> values so in simple obviously it is defined as divine qualities are one which are spiritual and devilish qualities are one which are materialistic so swami ji explained that the whole human kind can be divided into two those who are more divine and those who are more demonic and then he also goes into that there is a third kind called rakshasis now obviously seed is here so you have to be careful in defining this in historical terms <laughs> Uh, but asuras and rakshasas were probably tribes at one point of time or asura is actually one of the gods then there was a split so people who were following asura went to iran and those who follow remain here but as far as the ideas here that there are people who have more divine qualities or predominant sattvic qualities who are closer to their real self those are more materialistic tendencies who are giving more emphasis to enjoying the material pleasures they are called asuras and rakshasas are considered those who are completely ignorant about either or they are at the animalistic level where they are left on the lap of mother nature they don't have self efforts to improve themselves so bhagwan said here that these are the qualities which are considered demonic damba darpa abhimana krodha parushyam and agnanam and then rest of the chapter this elaborates on the behavior and the verse 5 says daivi sampad vimokshaya why should i be focusing on the divine because it will liberate you from your bondage bondage with the identification with the limited self right now i consider myself to be the limited being the limitedness is creating all the sorrows in my life i'm not powerful enough i'm not tall enough i'm not strong enough all those things which is stopping me to enjoy the 
unbroken happiness is because of my bondage to this limitedness. So Bhagavan says the Daivi Sampad, Vimokshaya is for liberating you from your bondage. Nibandhaya Asuri Mata. Asuri is considered to be binding you to this limitedness. Ma Suchaha Sampadam Daivim Abhijato Asi Bandava. But, O Panda, you don't worry about Arjuna, don't worry. You are born with divine qualities. And last time we had discussion about whether Bhagawan said that because you are a royal prince, it does not say anything about royal prince here. It simply says you are born with divine qualities. Bhagawan just assured him that just the behavior you have exhibited in your life, I assure you that you are born with divine qualities. As Swamiji says that, we all can be assured that we have divine qualities. The very fact that on a Sunday morning you are learning Bhagavad Gita because of the divine quality. So don't worry. Giving assurance to seekers that if you are sincere about liberating yourself, you need to have some courage. As I said, we have easy detection of our divine qualities, but when it comes to our judgment, we are not sure whether we are divine or not. So here is an assurance that because you are exhibiting divine qualities, that you are divine. So the master, do not worry. I look back on my life and I see a lot of mistakes I made. And now I'm worried about whether this is my exhibition of my devilish qualities. Bhagavan said, no. The very fact that you're interested in liberating yourself tells you that you are exhibiting the divine qualities. So don't worry. Continue in a path of your journey for seeking your liberation. The next verse now start making statements. Dvau bhuta sargo loke asmin daiva asura evacha daivo vistrasaha proktaha asuram parthameshranaho There are two types of beings in this world, divine and demonic. Divine we have talked about at length in the previous chapters in Bhagavad Gita. We have been talking about these divine qualities of the Supreme Being manifesting through all beings. We have been describing in detail, Bhagavan said. So now I'll just focus on Asuri. I'm going to tell you Asuri in detail now. So rest of the chapter now focus on the behavior of Asuri Prakriti. Pravrittim cha, nivrittim cha, janana, viduhu asuraha. Very first manifestation of uh, demonic qualities, I do not know what should be done and what should not be done. What is the right thing to do, what is not right thing to do. So, pravrittimcha, nivrittimcha. What I should be engaging into and what I should refrain from. What I should stay away from. If I can decide that, Bhagavan said, this is the first quality of your demonic estate. No saucham, there is no purity. Purity at the physical level, mental level, intellectual. No saucham. Na cha api acharaha na satyam tesu vidyate. Those people with demonic qualities, they do not know what to do, what not to do. They neither have purity nor right conduct. They do not know the truth. All these things are 
the manifestation of demonic qualities. So now we can start looking at it and say, is that something I should be detecting in myself and correcting it? And with that, I'll stop here because the rest is continuing of this discussion. Om Sarve Bhavantu Sukina Sarve Santu Niramayaha Sarve Bhadrani Pashyantu Ma Kaschit Dukkha Bhagbhave Om Shantihi 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 Harihi Om Shri Guru Bhyo Namaha Harihi Om